This is the Catholic Movie Guy Podcast. And we are back on the Catholic Movie Guy Podcast. Tim? Party on, Wayne. Tim, you had a little bit before we started the show, remember? Oh, here's the deal. Okay, so I am the Catholic movie bro. You may remember me from such podcasts as the last one I was on. I'm the Tim Man. And don't forget about the one with Dr. Boo Bonner, the right reverend, our founder and prior general, Monsignor. I never heard never heard of him. Whatever. Whatever. So Tom, uh it's the end of the week. Yeah, it is. Probably people won't listen to this because it's the weekend. Wrong. No play on the weekend. Wrong. But Dr. Boo Bonner, he canceled on me. He totally canceled. He big-timed me. Gave me the high hat. You know, if you had told me that's the only reason I'm on, I wouldn't be here. Right. Well, that's why I didn't tell you, but here you are. You can't get out now. I could walk out now. You can't. You don't know how how podcasts work. E4K, no, why not? So, being that he's ditched me, we're going to have to go to the bullpen and bring in Bruxton. (laughs) 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 Incredible. Tim, the movie today... Is one that I don't believe I would call you a huge fan of. First, define who is Broxton. Okay. It's A Few Good Men. The wonderful, wonderful early 90s lawyer courtroom potboiler starring Tom Hanks, Jack Nicholson, Demi Moore, or possibly Demi Moore. Kevin Pollock, Kevin Bacon, wow, a star-studded cast, written by the wonderful Aaron Sorkin and directed by the wonderful Rob Reiner, whom you hate. So go ahead, Tim. Tell the people why this universally loved movie isn't worth their time. Go ahead, tell them. Who is Broxton? I need to know who you're calling Broxton. I am not Broxton. Right, no, of course not. All right. All right, so... Talk about the movie now. It's a it's a complete. It's just a total joke. Uh, it, all right, okay, wait, wait. Plot summary. Yeah. There's a marine. Yeah. He's a bad one. Why? Yeah. He doesn't well, run he very is, fast. He's a total wuss. He's got the he's asthma. A, he's a wuss. Okay, fine. So he gets beat up by some marines. He dies. He dies right, right. after so, getting beaten because they. Spoiler filled podcast. I'm not going. I'm not going to reserve spoilers. His commanders order a code red surreptitiously. A code red is like you know, uh, corporal punishment discipline that is beyond the books. They carry out their orders and they end up getting in trouble for it. Then their commanders deny all involvement. So you're so you know you're in the navy. You navy jag to defend them as Tom Cruise mm-hmm. against the uh, prosecutor. I suppose you would call him. Yeah, so Kevin Paul, uh, Kevin Bacon, and then the, uh, it's a courtroom. It's a courtroom fight about the, who, who's, who's responsible. Of, what was the name of the guy who died? The guy who died, Willie Santiago. Okay, Santiago, total wuss. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. He should have been moved. He should have been moved to Nancy Division, Nancy Company, because he's a wuss. All right, but you can't kill people. That's wrong. So Jack Nicholson wants him to kill people, but he doesn't want any responsibility. Actually, he didn't, he didn't want, him want him to kill, him. To kill people. It went bad. Blah, blah, blah. To... They should all be thrown in the uh, brig, as they call it in the Navy. But hilarity ensues, and everybody gets off. So uh, I'm going to get personal now, and I'd appreciate it if you don't interrupt me. Here I go. You're not going to interrupt me, right? Yeah! 
I watched this movie. It came out in 92, I think, uh, which is when I was a youngster. And I watched this movie with me parents and I loved it. And then I watched it again and again and again and again because I loved it. And this movie, more than any other, made me want to be a lawyer, which I now <laughs> am and a pretty great one, too. So what was that? What was wrong with me? Huh? I, I seem to get something out of it. I seem to think that the fight for justice was worth was worth having. I seem to think that this was a modern day to kill a mockingbird. That's what I saw in it. Go ahead. I think you said everything you needed to say when you said you were eight years old when you watched it. The end. <laughs> All right. So it's I admit, horrible. I admit, probably not as good as To Kill a Mockingbird, objectively. No, of course. But I like it way more. Well, it's newer. No, incorrect. It's the, the dialogue. <laughs> it's older. No, that's not the reason I like it. Is what I meant was incorrect. The dialogue is crisp. It's witty. It's hilarious. It's poignant it's uh it's piercing it's penetrating it's snappy it does get a little maudlin from time to time particularly the demi moore speech speech about them you know saying nothing's gonna hurt you tonight yeah that stuff's pretty bad i i agree the music while bad is actually awesome it's one of the best things about the movie that early 90s late 80s synth music or whatever it is it's great that soundtrack is pieced together from the outtakes of top gun no 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 no. it's like it's like top gun had like it's like it's like top gun you know like had soundtrack familial relations with a greek god or something and per- produced the perfect late 80s early 90s soundtrack it's I'll wonderful you, I'll wonderful you, i'll give you this much there's a whiff whiff of officer and gentleman in that soundtrack also bad okay we're not gonna talk about that because i got no place else to go I love but that. seriously uh seriously love tim that. tim love tim, that. tim really you are putatively the tim man a not a pacifist, but a just war guy. Well, I'm not a pacifist, but I'm definitely you a just what I, war doctrine guy. Right. You aren't what I would call gung ho about the military and all no, that. No, I'm sort not of in currently in favor of the bulk of our Freemasonic government. So why are you policy? against this reasonable critique of ultra machismo in the US armed forces in a way that punishes those who are perhaps weaker physically but still valuable uh, to uh, to our nation. Why? Why, Tim? I'm not against ultra machismo. Okay, that's okay, the then. Best part of the okay, movie. I heard you. Then why are you against the star-studded affair, which fe- which features wonderful acting by Tom Cruise and Kevin Pollack, proper acting by Kevin the Baked Bacon, and overacting in a most most entertaining way by Jack Nicholson? Why? Why are you against it, Tim? Everyone loves it. It's wonderful. I deny the premises. I would say premises. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that it's not that well acted. Totally totally formulaic. Fine, it is formulaic. And you can't say it's well you know, acted. That worshiping our nation's heroes BS. It isn't. It's a critique of them. And then why did Demi Moore have to go out of her way to talk about the heroes that keep She presents two polar opposite points of view which find a sort of synthesis in the end result of the movie, which is these guys are honorable. They are heroes, but they do make mistakes. They do go overboard sometimes in the service of what they are. See, see, ironically, in this movie are the seeds of the downfall of the United States of America, both in the lawlessness and we're always right crap, and in the wussified, we got to protect Santiago crap. It's all crap. It's horrible. 
I'd give this movie. Well, I'll wait till the end. How well surprised the viewer. Yeah, boy, they're in suspense, Tim, because it's all up in the air right now, isn't it? I'd give that 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, that's not true. You're, no, you're that's just not going true. That's, a, that's false. Tim. Yes. Tim. Yeah? There's a reason this movie is one of the most quotable movies of the 90s. It's not because it's bad. It's because people of the 90s are less intelligent than their forebears. I mean, seriously. You see, really didn't. Hor- I mean, look. You really didn't Horrible's think- too strong. It's not horrible. It's just filler. I mean, I can watch this on movie for a dreary Saturday afternoon while I'm eating my frozen burritos, bean and cheese, and beef. Put it in the microwave, two minutes, melt some cheese on there, you got some salsa, and you can watch this movie while you're cooking it and not miss a thing. Do you remember Bob Dylan? I do remember him. Do you remember when I told you about him? Yes. Do you remember his uh, album, New Morning? I do. It's fantastic. It's not exactly Blonde on Blonde or Howie 61, is it? Mm-mm. No, but, but it's, it's real, real good. Yeah, it's real good at what it does. Right. It sets out to tell a simple right. musical story in a very professional, joyful way. Absolutely. And, and it does would... have a deeper point, although and... sometimes the means to get the point across are somewhat superficial. And you remember Culture Club, Karma Chameleon. No. Which isn't any of this. This movie things. is like the new morning of courtroom dramas. Really? Yeah, it's not all that deep, but it's uh, what what it is 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 intrinsically dang near perfect. It's, yeah, it's great. Didn't move the needle for the Tim man. Well, I remember watching it with you, Tim, because we watched it last week, and uh, I wanted to say when you watched it, you admitted it was much better than you had first thought. This is the second go round for well, it. Absolutely. Otherwise, my review today would be completely worse. <laughs> Difficult to see how, but what struck you this time is better. Because you did admit it was better. Well, it hits you in your feely place. I mean, you're yeah. when you inject heroin into your veins, you expect a little bump. And I got that bump in this movie. So this movie is now moved from tripe to heroin. That's a pretty big improvement, I would say. <laughs> I have never had heroin. I don't know. In fact, I'll go ahead and quote you. And you know I always remember your quotes accurately. Absolutely. You not. said, you, you almost had me up until that Demi Moore speech. Yeah, well, that killed it. Okay. Yeah. I can okay. see, well, not, not had me in terms of thinking it was great, but had me in terms of thinking, well, maybe you're not, like, the worst movie reviewer I ever heard of. Well, I have to say, I think it's Tom Cruise's best movie. So? I think... You saw that, Jerry Maguire. Oh, he's, this is way better than Jerry no, Maguire. No, he was terrific in Jerry Maguire. He was. This is better than that. Really? Yeah. You didn't see Cocktail with the great Elizabeth Shue. Are we being serious now? No. So, I... I I want to. I want to start with like what what do, what do normal people think of the movie? I think it's pretty great, but it's a bit formulaic. Is that about where you are? You know, like like the the normal critic of the movie would still be reasonable and say it it, it does what it does pretty pretty well, but it is shallow and it's formulaic. Is it entertaining? Yes. Okay, I'll go ahead and give you one of the more common criticisms that I've come across uh, in my studies because I am a cinephile and Catholic movie guy. Go ahead. What were we gonna say? I was going to say, I was wrong about Demi Moore not being hot. She was hotter than hot in this movie. I don't know why. I didn't think so before. I mean, she's just a dork. But then when I was watching this movie, I'm thinking H-O-T, hot. That's what we call a sidebar in the legal profession. Though. Well, I'll be dropping I mean, legal bits go ahead, you know, Okay. So. One, of the, one of the criticisms I read was that this movie would be great if they had kind of hidden the ball a little more. Instead, what the movie does is it tells you what it's going to do, 
then it does it. While it's doing it, it tells you how it's doing it. And then after it's over, it tells you how it did it. You know what I mean? Instead of keeping the revelations of what um, Tom Cruise's character would try to do to Jack Nicholson, which was to get him to admit he ordered the code red, and it's a pretty obvious tactic anyway, because they had nothing else to do. They told you beforehand he was going to do it, had him have some unease about it, saw you, you know, saw him thinking through it as he was doing it and being urged not to, and then afterward, marvel at how he did it. And that's a common criticism. What and do you I think, think of that? that might, and that's a very, very nice point, because that might be kind of what I'm getting at with this formulaic charge, because that's a fairly general thing. Every movie has a formula, as you've said before, so... Yeah, they call it a formula because it's something that works over and over again. Yeah. And there's a script. There's always a formula yeah, always a in a movie. So The only time there isn't a formula is this podcast. Right, but that's and you I, see the results. But that's what I mean here, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a little too not intellectual. It's so obvious. Obviousness and acting at best reaching mediocrity. That's the Tim Manstake. Okay, so now I'm going to defend this, uh, the contraposition, and I think that's why it's in my all-time top... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, at least, maybe five, cable movies of all time. What does that mean? Cable movie, as the Catholic movie guy defines it, and I am trademarking it as we speak, is a movie... Yeah, I'm doing that, so just don't tell anybody. Uh, Is a movie that you see on cable... That's right. You immediately stop what you're doing, no matter how many times you've seen it, and no matter where it is in the movie, the first minute or the the first, the next to last minute, and you watch it because it's it's just it's just you can't you can't not watch it. Fair enough, I reject. Examples that. of other uh, cable cable uh, crown contenders for the cable championship would be like Rocky Three, Rocky Four, that kind of a movie. It's like it compels you. It never gets old, and the reason it doesn't get old is because it never tried to hide the ball from you. It never tried to surprise you. What it did was tell you exactly what it was going to do and do it perfectly. And that's what this movie does, man. It's entertaining from start to finish despite the fact that you know what's going to happen. And because you know what's going to happen at the end, you're able to instead just delight in the witty dialogue and the tension of the characters despite the fact that you have this omnipotent, uh, omniscient uh, knowledge of how it will turn out. Would you ring the bell, please? Objection. Witty dialogue not established. It was very witty dialogue. It was horrible. Wasn't Tim. I did not like the movie. It's a bad movie. Bad. If you talk to Tim on Monday, he'll say he didn't like it. If you talk to him on Tuesday, he'll be like, oh, I liked it. It just wasn't the best thing in the world. Didn't do it all for me. And then on Wednesday, like, I hated the movie. So today, Tim didn't like the movie. I don't remember. Uh, much so about we watched it. this in our movie club. The, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, That's one. I would say it went over pretty well. Yes. Okay. I believe it. I did. would say that all the people there. Including you, laughed out loud many times, cheered and jeered many times. It was certainly an effective uh, experience, right? I'll say that it went over well with the. No, no, no. It went over well with you, too. The Tim Man? Yeah. You laughed. You enjoyed it. Did I? Yep. Was I hammered? Well, it's a safe bet. So, yeah, I think the movie succeeds because of the formula. It's a good formula. Is it Citizen Kane, as they say? No, it isn't. It's better than Citizen Kane. uh, Well, we all know your terrible thoughts on that wonderful film. But, yeah, no, it's it's, it's great. And and I would watch it again tonight. And, in fact, I just might. I don't mean to come down on it so hard. I'm really taking this hard line because I know Steve likes it so much and I can't understand it. It's not as though it's... uh... 
I don't know, National Lampoon's Vacation 3 or whatever the heck that was, and it's not... Uh, that would be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The Neverending Story Part 2, which of course is a contradiction in terms. And I don't, you know, it's it's obviously got some merit. It's just not that great. I, it's one of those things where people like it and I don't get it, and I can't understand it, and it's horrible. I haven't seen such a blatant case of false advertising since ah. my suit against the Neverending Never Story. story. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, well, Tim, I'll be honest. You've left me wanting. Uh, yeah. This is a movie that's universally beloved, so of course you have to hate it. I get it. It's the Beatles of, uh, of cinema. Is Beatles are horrible. That's two bells. Uh, but, you know, it's a Friday, so what the heck. I'll give you three bells today. Please be quiet while I check out someone whose opinion matters. happening shh quiet hi hey how's it going great just just out to dinner without me the tim man i'm sorry sarah you know that movie you know that movie a few good men oh yeah did you like it of course who could, who could think it's just not all that great or formulaic? I don't know. I, I, think, it's, I think it's great altogether. Well, I'll tell you who. I, well, I think I know. Sounds that? like a setup to me. Oh, it's not a setup. She just knows you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he said... Uh, talked about it, Timmy. <laughs> she called you Timmy. I love it. That ain't no good. It's pretty good. Well, uh, as usual, Catholic Movie Gal, your opinions are on point. They're valid. They're licit. And they're well reasoned, I'm sure. No. Well, thank you. I, I I do what I can, as I've said before. Go ahead and give it a rating out of ten, Catholic movie girl. Oh, and the nine. I think a nine. A nine. Nine Catholic movie girl. Do you give Elf a ten? Nine. Nine non-formulaic movie thumbs up. It's ridiculous. Nine thumbs. You got a serious deformity there. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you have it, Tim. As usual, the Catholic movie gal is correct because she agrees with me. Oi. Oi. Oi? We got a vey coming? Oi. 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 Well, you're stuck on oi, Tim. I think you better watch it again because it's one of those, like a fine wine, it gets better every day. You know what movie is actually like that? It's a movie about some New York social... Wait a second. Before you talk about that, because I do want to hear and I have no idea what you will say, I need you to get this uh, rating out. The number of Tim's Mans. No problem. I give this movie 3.6 Tim Mans. The Tim Man, the Tim Man, the Tim... You only did two. Man. man. Ladies and gentlemen, I implore you. The man can't even count his own ratings. I think that was 3.6, Since Tim is just being disingenuous and contrarian for its own sake, I'll tell you what he actually gives it. He gives it a 6. I do not. I give it 3.6. It is absolutely a 6 to 10. The Tim man, the Tim man, the Tim man, the Tim man. Well, since uh, we got that out of the way, I'll go ahead and give you the real rating. And this is my real opinion. Objectively, just like objectively it's a nine like a two it's a nine objectively yeah but for me personally it's one of my all-time favorites it is a 10 out of 10 codes red (laughs) 
Country, 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 country. I will not be silenced, ladies and gentlemen. I like everything from Solaris to Citizen Kane to, yes, A Few Good Men. I can appreciate movies by the common people. Not really. For the common people, definitely. This, this movie is a certified banger, a cable movie champ, intercontinental belt holder, 10 out of 10. I'll watch it right now. You want to watch it? Let's watch it. This country is going down the tubes, man. It's not even close. Well, was there ever a time when the country was better? I don't think even the great Boo Bonner himself could uh, like this movie. Don't care. When was the country better? Was there a better time in our past when... Debutantes ran amok, something like that. It was a better time. Okay, go and ahead. If you're not referring to St. Louis under the kings of France like it should be, okay, you might be referring to New York in the early 80s. Sure. Debutante season. It's a yeah. coming out season around the Christmas holiday break. It's a mm-hmm. movie called Metropolitan. I know what you're thinking at home. That podcast is pretty bad. I could have done better. Well, feel free. Till next time, I'm out. Party on Wayne?